Welcome to episode 162 of the Women of the Military podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. I wanted to do another advice episode for Thanksgiving just to get a little bit of a break and to share more advice. The 100th episode where I did this the first time is the most popular episode that I have in my library. And so I wanted to do a wrap of the year by breaking up the advice that was given into three episodes. So there'll be one this week and then two more in December. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope that you have a good Thanksgiving, be it with family or with friends, but enjoying time and remembering all you have to be thankful for. You're listening to Season 3 of the Women of the Military Podcast. Here you will find the real stories of female service members. I'm Amanda Huffman. I am an Air Force veteran, military spouse, and mom. I created Women of the Military Podcast in 2019 as a place to share the stories of female service members past and present with the goal of finding the heart of the story while uncovering the triumphs and challenges women face while serving in the military. If you want to be encouraged by the stories of military women and be inspired to change the world, keep tuned for this latest episode of Women of the Military. Before we get started with this week's episode and all the advice that women have shared over the last year, I want to say thank you to my sponsors, Sabio Coding Bootcamp and Grunt Style. Now we'll learn a little bit more about each of them. Sabio Coding Bootcamp is a top-ranked coding bootcamp that is 100% dedicated to helping smart and highly motivated individuals become exceptional software engineers. Visit their website at www.sabio.la to learn how you may be able to use your GI Bill of Benefits to train at Savio. Your tuition and monthly BAH stipend may be paid during your training period. They are also 100% committed in helping you find your first job in tech. So don't forget to head over to www.savio.la to learn more and now let's get started with this week's interview. I've been talking about Grunt Style the last few weeks, but I finally got my order from Grunt Style this week, and I'm so excited because I got a sweater that I shared about on Facebook and LinkedIn, and I wore it, and it's kind of cold here in Virginia, and I was hoping that it would block out the wind, and it did such a great job, so I'm really excited about the quality and how warm I'll be this winter with this new sweater. I also got a few t-shirts and some shirts for my boys and yoga pants and I'm excited to share more about them in the next couple weeks. I also wanted to mention that the Grunt Style Foundation partners with organizations that provide mental health support, PTSD, depression, anxiety, combat stress, and transition to civilian life. Women of the Military podcast listeners can get an additional 10% off your first order by using my discount code HUFFMAN at checkout. So go to gruntstyle.com and use the discount code HUFFMAN H-U-F-F-M-A-N at checkout for an additional 10% off your first order of any items. That's gruntstyle.com and use the code Huffman. Let's get back to the show. So right now in this environment where we find ourselves, so 
We're recording pretty close to the time that Vanessa Guillen's case has been on every headline, every news station. And so even in this, when I'm seeing the no enlistment hashtag, I stand firm. Y'all, they win. The culture wins if we don't continue to break the barrier. So I say do it. I say stand firm. Equip yourself with a good team. Equip yourself mentally for what you're going to go into and prepare your body for the physical demands that the military does require of you. Don't show up half-hearted. If you're half-hearted, you're not going to enjoy the experience. If you're full-hearted into the lineage that has been established for women who serve, you will rock it. You matter. You're important. We need you. We need the army of women or military of women to continue to serve because change does not happen if we concede. Change only happens if we continue to sign up, we continue to serve, and we continue to show how important we are as military service members for the entire mission. There are jobs from, you know, being a cook all the way to being in command and everything in between. Play a musical instrument, you can serve in your military. So absolutely do it. Make sure you have reliable women who can back you, who have been there, find a mentor. Because right now in this day and age, you can't throw a rock without finding some kind of support group on Facebook or in your town that there is not a woman who will serve. So find somebody who can lead you well as you're going into the service, but do it. Always show up at the front line, like stick with it. No grit, no pearl. And till the end, kicking and screaming, no matter how, how horrible the journey sounded, like I wouldn't be where I am today or have the amazing people in my life or do what I do if that path had been any other way. So follow your instinct. And if that's where it takes you, that's your purpose. I would say it's going to be the best of times and the worst of times. You're going to do things that are great. and You're going to do things that aren't great. But if I had to look back at my adult life and put my finger on the one thing that's had the biggest impact on shaping it, it would be the military. And I wouldn't trade it for anything, no matter what what happened or even deployments to Afghanistan. It, all of it together is the most exhilarating and exciting things and showed me so much about how much I am capable of and introduced me to the most amazing women ever in my life who are still some of my very best friends. And, um, but I would also say just, you know, do your homework and be prepared. There are so many other women who like, you know, the two of us who've gone before and are now much more easy to find than they used to be and can give advice on which branch or, you know, which career field or how to deal with a guy who doesn't think you should be there. And so, you know, go for it, but, you know, be prepared. Well, I think it's always neat to experience service and military service in whatever way you want to perform it, but it does change you. So you're not going to be the same person afterwards. And if you're doing it because you want to get the GI Bill or any of that, good for you. I think it's a wonderful way to pay for an education, but you won't be the same afterwards. And that's just the nature of the experience. So get ready for adventure, get ready for things that you did not anticipate happening and Get ready to be, to be somebody that you didn't know you had it in you. My opinion is you should never do something just because you think it will get you to being an astronaut. You know, if you look at just my class or even the astronaut office as a whole, so many people took so many different paths to getting to this point. And I think every single one of us would be willing to admit there's also some luck involved. You know, I could have done everything, everything right 
quote unquote, throughout my life and uh, still not been picked up for this. So I think it's really important to make sure everything that you do, you're, you're doing things that you love and care about and are passionate about and just not closing the door to becoming an astronaut. And then the other thing and something that I, I think has been the hardest for me to internalize and, and maybe it's more so as a, as a woman or maybe it's not, but was just really believing that I belonged. And, you know, that I mean that throughout my career, you know, in the military and, you know, at Test Pilot School and coming here to NASA. Uh, there are so many times where I felt like, wow, you know, these these people around me are are just so incredible. How did I get here? How am I with them? And you need to have that kind of, I think, quiet confidence of of knowing the value you bring. You know, you do belong. So I think that's something that's really important, especially for, you know, young women to hear. Yes, you can. So I mentioned earlier the size of the employer, right, that the U.S. military is. Any branch, you're getting diversity, you're getting a, a slew of opportunities, and you're going to learn about different kinds of career fields. So yes, you can. <laughs> you can do it. I want any girl thinking, listening to this, thinking about the reality of life. And between men and women, women are the ones who get to carry the babies and have the babies. So when you're looking at an employer, consider what the maternity policies are and consider how many employers include six weeks of maternity leave, six weeks primary caregiver leave, and three weeks of secondary caregiver leave. This is more current. When I was in, there was at least a year before you would deploy after getting birth. So as a woman, you know that you're going to be with your baby that's extremely important. I could tell multiple stories about breastfeeding in combat boots and uh, pumping at work. And at the time that I was in Germany, we were the band was in a temporary location. I put temporary in air quotes, which you can't see on podcast. <laughs> but it, it was temporary in the sense that they had already been there a couple of years when I showed up and we were still there when I left three years later. They had installed permanent plumbing in the porta potty next to the warehouse, the temporary warehouse. And there was it was this post-World War II, you know, lead-based paint, asbestos in the ceiling. We named the bats. You had to check your desk to make sure there wasn't any bat poo on your chair or <laughs> I think I think it was Nosferatu when I got there, and it was like I don't know, it was either Dracula or Lucy when I left. I can't remember. What I'm going, but, but you know, so so this is something that might happen, and it was not a place where I could pump breast milk. There was no potable water, you know, to clean the parts out. So my first shirt, my first sergeant had an office about halfway across the base with a door that closed and locked and also outlets <laughs> and also access to a bathroom that I could wash the parts in with hot water. That was something to consider. Not every employer is going to support your personal goals and dreams. And, and along with that, how many employers pay for your college education? I am pressing the button on a master's program in marriage and family therapy it's starting on Monday. It's 100% paid for by the GI Bill. And there's a housing allowance. There's once per year book stipend. And by the end of this, I can take the exam to get a license in another specialty. And it's thanks to my service in the Air Force. So how many employers will do that for you? 
So do it. Definitely go and join the military. It will change your life for sure. But I would say always, always maintain your moral high ground. There's going to be a lot of temptations out there. And as long as you maintain your moral high ground, you'll do great. The second one is stay authentic to yourself. Don't change yourself for anybody. And the third one would probably be if you see something, say something. I know that that sounds so cliche, but if you see someone getting assaulted or if you see behaviors that just don't seem right, say something, say something, say something, because it could really, it changed the course of my career. It saved me from God knows what my you know situation could have turned into had that sailor not said something after he had seen something and heard something. So that would be uh, my top three pieces of advice. Number one, do it because the military needs you because that is the way we make change. There are still big changes that need to be made in the military and we can't do it without women. But I think the thing is to go into it with your eyes open, to stay hard and fast to your principles, to find the other women with you and um, and to band together with them so that you have a squad and to rely on those of us who have been there to support you and to go for the top, to not to be afraid to anytime there's an opportunity to try. I remember when when I was um, at the 82nd, one of the other women who was there with me, she really wanted to go to Recondo school, which was a lower, not quite at um, Ranger school, but an, another level. And she fought and fought and fought for that, you know, never got there. But it takes people to lay the way. And so those of us who have come before, we've laid a path, but there's so much farther to take it. So we we need women to join the military and not be afraid of it, just to, to reach and grab for every opportunity they're offered, not to be afraid of those doors. Walk through them. Well, first, I got to preface this by saying I never listened to any advice I was given <laughs> when, I was when I was joining the military. No one offered any, but if they had, I wouldn't have. But still, I'll put in my two cents. I would say pick a job that you like. Don't be enticed by money. Money is meaningless. Okay, it's not meaningless, but I mean overall, okay? Don't worry about how much you're going to make. Don't worry about, uh, you know, oh, I won't have that bonus. Wait the six months for the MOS you really want to do. Tell them, look, I'm really interested in joining the Navy, Army, Air Force, Marine. I really want to join. But you know what? If you can't get this uh, specific MOS for me, I don't think I can do it. Tell them that and then walk out and maybe they'll they'll probably call you. You know, I didn't know how to be like that. I don't know if I know how to be like that now, but I'm trying. You know, we are like crushing it with breaking barriers like almost every week. So I say get out there, get your get yourself dirty and do it. If you want to be an infantry, infantry officer, infantry man, if you want to drive tanks, I think the sky is the limit. I say go out there and do it. But just make sure that you find somebody, another woman that is in the same field that that you are in for accountability and for leadership. With all the sexual harassment and sexual assaults going on, you know, they, a lot of those predators like to prey on new soldiers, new newbies. So I would say find somebody that you can trust in your service and get out there and make it happen. Absolutely. I would tell them to do it. You, you never know until you try it. And I would tell all young women who are looking at joining the military I would not try to sway you to do a certain job or join a certain branch because at the end of the day, it's all the U.S. military. I would challenge them to do their research to find the branch and the job that fits what their desires and goals are. 
because their needs can be met in all of the branches. And it's again, it's all the U.S. military. I would tell them to do the research and then pursue it. And once they get in, I would just challenge them to go full force and, and make the best of themselves that they can while they're serving and take advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. You know, that's a that's a good one, because I have four boys, that sons that serve and a daughter-in-law that, that all serve. And my daughter-in-law joined. She was over the age of 30 with three little my grandbabies uh, when she went to basic training. So, of course, she she calls herself the grandma of uh, her basic training group. A fantastic runner used to go run 10 miles. Nothing. The army ruined her. And now she hates running even two miles. But she's fantastic. And I'm so proud of what she has done. Again, how do you do that work-life balance. But I would say for young women in particular that are looking or considering joining, and certainly there's been some very negative things in the in the media, and especially in the past 12 months. We're, we're not immune to that, whether you're in the civil sector or in the military. The problem with the military at times is because of the rank structure and the rules and regulations that apply. I mean, I, when I graduated basic training, I was scared to death of an NCO. Yeah, I mean, they, they were like, they had complete control over my life. And so if they told me to do something, I, it would not have occurred to me to have, you know, I mean, just, just it was that much of a control situation for us. I think you have to know who you are and you also have to know that somebody's got your back, whether it's a man or a woman. Please don't think that only another woman is going to be your salvation. The military in particular is a very male-oriented, male-dominated uh, environment for good or bad, however you want to look at it, it just is. I mean, that kind of an environment will bring men to want to serve just as it does women. So the fact that we're only about 16, 17% of the total military, you better find a mentor once you're in there that is also a man and not just look only women and only women that look like you can mentor you. I think you do want a nice mix of all of that. Some of my best mentors were men. Some of my biggest enemies were women. So, I mean, sometimes, especially as we're, when we're younger, I think we can't seem to grasp that she can be really great and so can I. It's not an either or, which I think sometimes is a problem, but it is a physical business, especially whether you're, uh, especially the Marine Corps or the Army. We're ground combat troops. And if those are not things that appeal to you, then there are other branches of service that do not require the amount of physicality that the Marine Corps, one, and the Army require of you. So think about that and be prepared. Don't show up and be that weakest link. I don't, I would never want to be that so I made sure I was out running and doing the kind of things I felt I needed to do to be prepared for basic training. I wasn't, although this smile got me in trouble in basic training um, for good or bad. They told me that the smile will get you in trouble at your first duty assignment. And from now on, every time we see this smile, get on down and do push-ups. I took the trophy for high PT test to score at the end of it because I could knock out some push-ups. Because even as a kid, even if I was in trouble, if somebody would stare at me for a split second, my discomfiture would mean it would turn to a smile. And I'm, it's like, I just, I, I gotcha. I'm getting down now. And I was knocking out push-ups all the time, all the time, which is no harm, no foul. Uh, it's good. I think, you know, you just have to one, know who you are and know that somebody 
has got your back. Find, keep going until you find somebody that will help solve the problem that you have, especially, especially if it has to do with sexual harassment or sexual assault. Don't keep it to yourself. Find somebody, whether it needs to be an older woman, um, somebody that you call home, phone home, for goodness sakes. You know, if any of my kids had ever called me with that problem, of course, being military, it's one thing, but I can't fathom that somebody wouldn't come to your rescue. That's the sad part, isn't it, that, that we have to even have this conversation? It's twofold. One is for both sides. One is know your value. And when you're joining the military, that part of you is just beginning. But don't question that you are a woman who was created with beauty from the inside and out. A woman is a strong individual who is called to do more things on this planet than most people could ever imagine unless they're a woman themselves. From emotions to physical demands, know your value because God created you with intention. Now, if you are a woman who is also a follower of Christ thinking that you are going to join the military, don't forget not only your value and who you've created to be, but don't forget the mission field that God has given you. Love God and love others. You have been called to love people in a way that the world desperately needs. And I did not know Jesus when I served. And looking back, wow, what a need to be loved and feel loved in such a unique and eternal way that I can only hope to give back to the community now after the fact. But if you are joining as someone who is saved, who knows him, it will get you far in difficult scenarios. It will be your rock in difficult scenarios where most people are responding. You've already been equipped. And so regardless of who you are joining and you're considering it, know your value because you don't have to be anyone, but who you are that day and who you're growing into be, who you're choosing to grow into be the next. What advice would I give to young women that's considering joining the military? The same advice that I gave as a recruiter when I worked at ROTC is know the good and the bad. Do your research before you make a decision. Don't just look at, oh, it's a steady paycheck and I get the travel and the benefits. Yes, that's all part of it. But are you okay with going to war? Are you okay with being separated from your family? Are you okay, you know, being getting called at four o'clock in the morning and you have to be where they say you're going to be? You don't have an input on it. So know the good and the bad before you make a decision. Do your research. Talk to people that have been where you are. Don't just listen to a recruiter and call it a day, <laughs> right? <laughs> so talk to other individuals that have been where you want to be, but make an informed decision and just know you can do anything for four years, right? You don't have to think, oh, I got to go in and stay 20 years. No, you can do two years, whatever the enlistments are now, you can do four years and you're that much ahead of that person that does don't have military experience, you know, as well. But I would say do your research before you make that decision because it's life changing. It's, it's a life changing decision. So I, I'd be lying if I said I would wholeheartedly recommend it only because thinking of what I would say to a, a future daughter. I just want to be clear and say I believe women are fully capable of serving and are valuable to the military. But, you know, they have to take some things into consideration that men don't necessarily have to, such as the prevalence of sexual assault that we talked about, which um, is 
powerfully conveyed in the documentary, The Invisible War. So if, if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend watching it to anyone. I mean, it's just some, it's just one of those films that you need to watch, even though it's painful to watch. And, you know, so if you, I would tell somebody thinking about joining the military, you know, if you watch that documentary and you educate yourself about how everything works, you know, from culture to rank structure to benefits, career field options to types of service, you know, like active duty versus reserves and and all that, and you still have your heart set on joining, then absolutely go for it. Don't let anyone doubt you or your potential. Oh boy. You know what? I will say that today's military, the opportunities, I mean, the opportunities were there for me before, but had I had the opportunities that are presented to all women today been available when I joined, I would certainly be doing something very different. I mean, today the sky's the limit. You know, they break into, they've broken down a lot of the barriers that existed. I certainly would encourage anyone, whether male or female, to at least serve in some branch of the service for at least a couple years. I think it really, it helps shape a person in a way that you're not necessarily going to get. I mean, the army has changed me as a person and in a very good way. I definitely lacked confidence. I was not very sure of myself. I was risk adverse. I'm not saying I engage in risky behaviors now. You know, the army built me up into something that I would never have become had I not joined. And for young women looking for a challenge and wanting to do something that matters, I would absolutely say, you know, now is that time because you have so many more opportunities and the military in general, you know, we continue to grow and get better. The military is not a static organization. If it, if it was, no one would want to join, but it is a dynamic organization and the cross-section of folks that serve. I mean, that alone, you get to know people from parts of the country, parts of the world that you would never, never have had the opportunity to meet or know. And the jobs and the skills that you get from being in the military, it's, I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I'm not a recruiter, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's certainly, it was, it's certainly worth at least a couple of years of someone's life. I would say it's a great opportunity and the military is the place to do it. Well, first of all, I would say do your research. Do your research about what field you want to go into. Two things. First of all, on your own, research the different jobs available after talking to a recruiter because I did not do my research. I wish I would have chosen a field that was more fruitful on the civilian sector. And my husband did do his research. He knew that cell phones were a new thing coming out. He knew that sat satellite communications is going to be a huge thing. So he purposely planned of what job he wanted. Okay. So that's step one. And we've told our sons the same thing. 
And step two is to embrace it all from the beginning. So from the beginning, when they give you the test, obviously do your best. There's even things that you can do to prepare for those tests, those ASFAB tests. And then at that point, you know, be super open and honest with your recruiter. And if they tell you something, do your research on the back end. So, you know, look into the different things they're telling you, visit with people that have been in the military, see, you know, make sure it's something that you 100% are invested in because it is a huge commitment. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, always remember that, you know, your family's there for you. It seems like your mindset when you're with the military, you feel disconnected from your family because they don't understand what you're going through. But your family also wants to feel connected to you because they feel like you've left them now and the military owns you now. So it's good to keep that communication open so that the relationship when you're serving doesn't break down. I would tell young women to do it for one, because the pros outweigh all the cons. You know, try to go to an academy. If you can't go to an academy, go to ROTC, get a technical degree because uh, the pay is way better. But specifically in the military, not just career field related, but, you know, stick to your principles. I think that that's really critical. You know, you leave your family and you go off on your own and you join the military, which is a huge organization. And there's a lot of moving parts. And it doesn't matter whose fault it is. Like you show up every day with your professional face on customer service oriented, you are going to have a really great day while you're in the military. I think that's really important. Have tough skin as a woman. You know, civil engineering was a male dominated career field. Military is a male dominated organization. Have tough skin, accept criticism with grace and grow from it. And don't be afraid to give back criticism as necessary. I think those are, are really big ones. And then the final one I would say is embrace your customs and courtesies. I must say that I work for local government and a consulting firm now. When I greet people as sir and ma'am, they're shocked. And it opens up the conversation because they feel like, oh, you, you respect me from the beginning. Like it just makes like working so much smoother. I mean, you can disagree with a sir and a ma'am and a smile on your face. And it is really something important. And so customs and courtesies in the military, I think everybody should join the military for that because it just makes life so smooth. You know, take advantage of, of all that the military has to offer. I mean, I am completely happy in my career now. I don't have a ton of debt. I had, I've had the opportunity to serve and learn. And, and those would be the things that I would tell young ladies. Do it. Military life is challenging. It's fun. It's totally different than civilian life because when you go into the military, whether you like it or not, you're being indoctrinated to learn to obey an order immediately without question because your life may depend upon it. You can question it later, but not at that moment because, like I said, your life may depend on it or not, maybe not your life, but somebody else's life may depend on it. It's an opportunity to find out about different cultures. You meet people from all walks of life in the military. It is a challenge, but it's also a lot of fun. You will make friends that are lifetime friends because when you're in the military, even when you get out, you're part of a huge family and you belong. And a lot of women from uh, lower income areas who felt a need to belong to something special will find it very, very rewarding. In other cases, some might find it rather smothering. So it's something that you need to look at very seriously and consider what your goals are, what you want from life, and what the military can offer you. It can offer you an education. It can offer you a career. 
it's a challenge, being more so than in civilian life. I wouldn't question not going, though, because it would not meet some people's lifestyle. But I wouldn't discourage anybody from joining either. Somebody asked me, I was down and talked to them very seriously about what my experiences were and what, as a recruit, I had been taught to explain what their lifestyle would be like. And I would try to judge, too, from talking to them whether or not they would fit into the military lifestyle, because not everybody does. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Women of the Military Podcast. Do you love all things Women of the Military Podcast? Become a subscriber so you never miss an episode and consider leaving a review. It really helps people find the podcast and helps the podcast to grow. Are you still listening? You could be a part of the mission of telling the stories of military women by joining me on Patreon at patreon.com slash women of the military or you can order my book Women of the Military on Amazon. Every dollar helps to continue the work I am doing. Are you a business owner? Do you want to get your product or service in front of the Women of the Military podcast audience? Get in touch with the Women of the Military podcast team to learn more. All the links on how you can support Women of the Military podcast are located in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and for your support.